to save 10%. I know, I know, it's Friday, we've made it, 6.09, how you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. You! Yeah, you, you're damn right, you, you, you. Uh, Number one, I smell BS on this story. This Judge Moore story, uh, apparently uh, Roy Moore, Judge Roy Moore, who's been in politics for about four decades, run for governor a couple times. He was the chief Supreme Court justice for the state court, the state Supreme Court there in, in Alabama. And now he's a month away from winning an election to become a senator that would help drain the swamp. And all of a sudden, this girl comes forward, says, back in 1979 when I was 14, he touched me and kissed me when he was 32. Hmm. Play a Washington Post story, by the way. Washington Post. We'll get into this, uh, but they 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 came out in support of his opponent, and the owner is Amazon's Jeff Bezos, who is for open borders, for cheap labor, and more customers. So there's a lot riding on the line here. Okay. Uh, and the Republican swamp within minutes came out with statements, including John McCain saying he needs to step down now. Really, because of an allegation. We'll get into that. I remember a uh, certain president having a lot of allegations brought against him. That's true. And none of them turned out to be true. Mm. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, President Trump. Is that the guy? Yeah, President. Uh, You know, you're not hearing too much, are you, about his uh, Asia trip? Because he's killing it. He's crushing it. He stuck it to China with trade today. He took shots at them. He took... He, he gave it to, uh, he talked about free trade, America first, all kinds of stuff. I mean, he is, he's sticking it to North Korea. He is really doing a great job, which is, again, why you are not hearing anything about this. They tried to destroy him with two fake news stories about koi fish and cars, and then they stopped. We have highlights coming up. Third thing that I think you need to know, how about this one, and this is what, People need to realize, well, the, the uh, swamp needs to realize. Latest poll done. Do Americans want to give amnesty to DACA recipients? Permanent residency, green card, you name it. How many of them want to do that? Just 29%. By the way, down 10% since Jeff Sessions uh, came out and gave the speech and said Congress needs to do this. Not the you can't, president can't do it. Goes back to Congress. You got to do it. Can't, you can't be a kingmaker. It dropped 10% there. To 20, only 29% of Americans actually support the amnesty. So if the Republicans want to lose, uh, they'll go with this. That's why Trump needs to f- just get rid of this stupid uh, woman that is uh, his choice for some, I don't know how, what is he thinking, for a Homeland Security boss. She says we owe it to them to give them amnesty. Excuse me? I don't know that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, if you don't know about this story, by the way, it literally makes no sense. And I'm not downplaying it. I mean, nothing would surprise me anymore. I mean, um, but when the swamp comes out right after, I mean, minutes, I swear, minutes after this story comes out in the Washington Post, John McCain, Jeff Flake, the rest of these clowns say that Roy Moore has to step down. The guy has not been found guilty of anything. 
I don't know if you remember this. John McCain was accused of having an affair with a lobbyist back in 2008 as he was about to get the uh, GOP nominee, uh, nomination. Mm. His own friends at the New York Times turned on him. Doesn't matter. Nope, nope, nope. John McCain, 17 hours ago. That would be, that's seven, he had seven. So you're looking at what, uh, four, about, about, about noon yesterday, a little afternoon. The allegations against Roy Moore are deeply disturbing and disqualifying. He should immediately step aside and allow the people of Alabama to elect a candidate they can be proud of. Uh, allegations. Yet John McCain never tweeted out, Senator Bob Menendez needs to step aside right now. He's a New Jersey Democrat. Because he has been indicted for bribery and corruption charge, on bribery and corruption charges, and is going through a trial right now. That guy, I mean, they literally have enough evidence to indict him, grand jury, trial. As a matter of fact, they're deliberating right now, and it's not being covered by the media. John McCain's not asking for this slime ball to step down. It's his friend. Yes, 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 um, Jeff Flake, 18 hours ago, if there is any shred of truth to the allegations against Roy Moore, he should step aside immediately. Hey, thanks for chiming in, buddy. Yeah. Nothing from John McCain or Jeff Flake, by the way, about Hillary and the Uranium One scandal. Nope. Nothing about Donna Brazil saying, oh, I was right there. I saw the rigging. I saw the deal take place. I saw the written agreement between Hillary and the DNC. So that's why I'm saying, again, I'm not downplaying. It's a serious thing if somebody is, you know, uh, molested and it's, it's, and sexually assaulted. It's, it's disgusting. But what the hell? So you tell me the Washington Post, a month before the election in Alabama, somehow finds this, this woman who just now found the strength after almost four decades of public service being elected everything. Now she's like, that's it. And you know what? She probably, I found the strength because of everything with the Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. And, really? Hmm. It, I'm just, I'm just not, it just doesn't pass the smell test. You know, it just doesn't do it. Well, this is also the other reason why I reelected Donald Trump. Yeah. Because for this, the very things yeah, you we pointed out. We just don't out. trust these people. Yeah, exactly. they're all they're all liars. They're hypocrites. Whatever it is to help themselves, not you and me. And that's not the job. The job is to help us, not themselves. And then it says here, uh, the woman's name, by the way, um, Lay or Lee L E I G Lee Korfman says she first met Roy Moore in 1979. He was a 32-year-old prosecutor. She was 14. He offered to keep an eye on her while her mother attended a custody hearing. After gaining the trust of her mother and herself, Moore allegedly made his move. He made his move. Uh, Moore chatted with her, asked for her phone number, she said. When she was alone, days later, he picked her up around the corner from her house in Gadsden, Alabama, drove her 30 minutes to the ho- his home in the woods, told her how pretty she was, and kissed her. On a second visit, she says she, he took off her shirt and her pants, removed his clothes, he touched her over her bra and underpants, she says, and guided her hand to touch him over his underwear. By the way, he's denied all this. I wanted it over with. I wanted it out, she remembers thinking. Please just get this over with. Whatever this is, just get it over. She says Moore asked, she asked Moore to take her home, and he did. Two of her childhood friends says she told them at the time she was seeing an older man. 
One says Corfman identified the man as Moore. Her mother says her daughter told her about the encounter more than a decade later. She was becoming a more prominent, uh, he was becoming more prominent as a local judge. Still didn't say anything. Really? Aside from Corfman, three other women interviewed by the Washington Post in recent weeks. They magically found these four women. Just like the Trump, remember those like 12 chicks that randomly said Trump did this stuff to them? Right before the election. So the Washington Post somehow found, again, after almost four decades in public service, now the Washington Post finds these random four women who said that uh, Roy Moore pursued them when they were between the ages of 16 and 18 and he was in his early 30s. They found it flattering at the time, but troubling as they got older. None of them say Moore forced them into any sort of relationship or sexual contact. And he vehemently denies this. He says, no, 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 no. He said, quote, these, these allegations are completely false and are desperate political attack by the National Democratic Party and the Washington Post on this campaign. This garbage is the very definition of fake news and, internet and intentional defamation. That's what his campaign said in a statement. Again, the, the judge, they put out a statement in campaign. The judge has been a candidate in four highly contested statewide political contests, twice as a gubernatorial candidate, twice as a candidate for chief justice, three-time candidate for local office, been a national figure in two groundbreaking judicial fights over religious liberty and traditional marriage. After over 40 years of public service, if any of these allegations were true, they surely would have been made public long before now. Hmm. Huh. Apparently, the Washington Post says that uh, none of the four women know each other. Neither Korfman nor any of the women sought out the Washington Post. While reporting a story in Alabama about supporters of Moore's Senate campaign, a Post reporter heard of Moore's alleged uh, sought relationships with teenage girls. Over the ensuing three weeks, they write, two Post reporters contacted and interviewed the four women. All were initially reluctant to speak publicly, but chose to do so after multiple interviews, saying they thought it was important for people to know about their interactions with Moore. The women don't say, the women say they don't know one another. Hey, I don't know you. Mm. Where am I? What am I doing? What? I'm not trying to downplay it, but it does smell super fishy. Come on, guys. And for John McCain to say not even if, you know, forget the word if, if this is true. He just came out and said the allegations against, the allegations against him are deeply disturbing and disqualifying. He should immediately step aside and allow the people of Alabama to elect a candidate they can be proud of. Immediately, without... Just because somebody said something. What about the Jennifer, Jennifer Flowers allegations? Well, again, all this stuff. Again, John McCain doesn't choose to speak out when Hillary is caught dead to rights with an informant and everything about uh, the Uranium One scandal. All this stuff. Silent. Uh, the dossier that, Mc, that Hillary paid for, that John McCain sent an emissary overseas that he gave to James, James Comey. Nothing about that either. But this, right like that. There you go. There you go. By the way, uh, his name's going to be on the ballot. People have, the people of Alabama have already said it's going to be on the ballot. Um, he's not quitting. I bet you he wins on this. You want to know? You want to know? People are going to. This is the same thing that happened to Trump with the Billy Bush tape. And that was actually Trump's words. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything, but he said it. People said, I don't care. I'm, I've had enough. Like right now, you know what people, I, the only people that think that this guy should step down is something's really wrong here. And I'm not downplaying it. But are the media, 
It's the media. The media is saying the media and the swamp. That's it. Same thing with happened to Trump. I predict that Roy Moore will just walk right through because people have had enough. They're like, I hate these dirty tricks. I hate this stuff. And you know, if it's true, shame on all these politicians because they've conditioned us to like not believe anything they say. And we're just we're done with it, man. We're done with it. You can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know who else said stuff? Okay, so you have uh, John McCain. Mitch McConnell said, if these allegations are true, he must step aside. Jeff Flake, if there is any shred of truth to the allegations against Roy Moore, he should step aside immediately. Susan Collins, if there is any truth at all to these horrific allegations, Roy Moore should immediately step aside as a Senate candidate. Lisa Murkowski, Republican Senator, Alaska. I'm horrified, and if this is true, he needs to step down immediately. She also said she spoke to Luther Strange about becoming a write-in challenger to oppose more. Really? Senator Rob Portman, Republican Ohio. It was very troubling. If what we read is true and people are on the record, so I assume it is. Oh, that's nice. More should step aside. It's not like the Washington Post has published fake news in the past, has it? Mm. Hmm. So have you noticed I gave you all these names. You know what these people are? Swamp creatures. They're establishment. And they are scared as hell at this guy coming in who just doesn't give a crap. Doesn't care. And he's going to drain, help drain the swamp. So they are really pulling out the punches. I'm sorry. If your BS meter doesn't go up on this, I don't know what does. 880-KNST, 880-5678. More on this coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 639, thank you for hanging out on this Friday. Don't forget, please like and follow me on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Do you hear what happened? We'll get to that too. What uh, the guy, what, what's his name? What's the guy that created Sean uh, Parker? What was it? What was the music stealing that he? The music sharing stealing. Oh, uh, Napster. Napster. Yeah, he he was the president of Facebook for a while, music and he came stuff. out and he basically said uh, uh, that Facebook was made for one reason and one reason only, and it's really not a surprise. It's like anything. Uh, I think we can even get the sound bites from that. Well, we'll get to that. But anyway, uh, like and follow me on Facebook because I mean I just try to give you some good good content. I think I try to give you some stuff that you know you'll find entertaining. That's all. Uh, including my take on, again, this whole Roy Moore situation. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, again, uh, Roy Moore, uh, I think it's a hit job. Again, I could be wrong. It could be totally true. But we've just been through this enough to where it just seems like it's a hit job where, right, a month before the election, somehow the Washington Post has a reporter that finds four women that claim back in 19, at least in 1979, Roy Moore uh, was like, uh, tried to kiss me and stuff. When I was 14 and he was 32. Back in 1979. And within minutes, the swamp, McCain, Flake, McConnell, Susan Collins, the rest of them. He should step down. Bob, this is true. If this is true, McCain's the only one that said it doesn't matter if it's true or not. He should just step down. Thanks, John. Yeah. Again, John has been silent on Hillary's uranium deal. The dossier that she paid for, nothing. Nothing. And that is true. That actually is true. Second thing that I think you need to know. Trump is uh, is doing a lot in this Asia trip, which is why you're not hearing a lot about it. Uh, I mean, just the media tried to smear him with two fake news stories. Why well, don't believe it? 
The media tried smearing him about the koi fish story and the car story to make him look stupid, and it was not true. And even the other media called him out on that, uh, the media that was lying. That's how bad it was. But the guy is crushing it on trade, and there's something I'm about, I'm about to post on Facebook. Did you know this? There are now, on CNBC reporting, 37 major deals that United States firms signed with Chinese entities during Trump's visit. 37. These are, I mean, this is winning. These are deals. These are jobs. This is money. I'll get into that. And we'll play sound bites in a minute. Third thing that I think you need to know, latest poll, only 29% of Americans support amnesty for the DACA recipients. That's it, just 29%. Three things I think you need to know. Yeah, uh, CNBC. The Commerce Department has revealed the 37 major deals signed between the U.S. and Chinese companies during President Trump's trip through Asia, totaling more than $250 billion. $250 billion. And in China, if you didn't see it, because maybe media didn't report it, Trump said, I don't blame China for taking advantage of our leaders in the past again, great trade deals, but those days are over. It's going to be mutually beneficial. And I think they respect that. Well, you know what? Let's play 122 first. He, he, he actually, this morning in Vietnam, it was afternoon or night there, but this morning for us, uh, he addressed the, the how China and other countries, but specifically China, didn't call them out by name, but everybody knows who it is, what they were doing to take advantage of us. Listen. The United States will no longer turn a blind eye to violations, cheating, or economic aggression. Those days are over. We will no longer tolerate the audacious theft of intellectual property. We will confront the destructive practices of forcing businesses to surrender their technology to the state and forcing them into joint ventures in exchange for market access. Yeah, no more. No more turning a blind eye. No more. Did you know our companies had to do that? They had to give up uh, secrets, share things with the Chinese. You want cheap labor? You better show us how to do it because then what we're going to do is we're going to steal it from you and uh, do it cheaper our way and compete with you. Ridiculous. Uh, let's do 121. He is uh, he is there in Vietnam this morning for us, and he talks about trade. This is really big. This is exactly what you want. We didn't. We've not heard this from other presidents. Here we go. The United States is prepared to work with each of the leaders in this room today to achieve mutually beneficial commerce that is in the interests of both your countries and mine. That is the message I am here to deliver. Mm -hmm. I will make bilateral trade agreements with any Indo-Pacific nation that wants to be our partner and that will abide by the principles of fair and reciprocal trade. What we will no longer do is enter into large agreements that tie our hands Surrender our sovereignty NAFTA. and make meaningful enforcement CPP. practically impossible. CAFTA. Instead, we will deal on a basis of mutual respect and mutual benefit. Whoa. We will respect your independence and your sovereignty. We want you to be strong, prosperous, and self-reliant, rooted in your history, in- and branching sure. out toward the future. You think that's a, a dig at China over Taiwan? Now they're yep. having that, that whole... Yep. 
That is how we will thrive and grow together in partnerships of real and lasting value. But for this, and I call it the Indo-Pacific dream, if it's going to be realized, we must ensure that all play by the rules, which they do not mm -hmm. right now. Those who do will be our closest economic partners. Those who do not can be certain that the United States will no longer turn a blind eye to violations, cheating, or economic aggression. Mm, there it is. Those days are over. I'm going to emphasize it. So Trump was in China, didn't really say much, do much. Nothing big, nothing controversial kind of happened. As soon as he gets out of China, I wonder what happened with the talks. Because as soon as he left China, he goes to Vietnam, and then he just unloaded on them. Just unloaded on them. You don't want to play ball? All right. We'll play ball with everybody else around you. We're all going to benefit, and you're going to lose. You don't want to play ball? I think they do. I think they do, but they want to do it on their terms, with their own ball, on their own court. Mm -hmm. And we're not down for that anymore. China wants to be the most powerful Everybody nation. I, it's true, and they, they have the biggest influence, especially uh, in Asia, right? Mm hmm and Trump just swooped in, and he's like, you know what, China, you listening? Without mentioning you, we're going to make the trade deals. We're going to do the. We're we're going to have the most influence, not you. It's competition. Competition, trade agreements. We're going to do it when it's fair. People faithfully following rules. I mean, you heard all that, right? We, he said, we expect that markets will be oh, open to an equal degree on both sides and that private investment, not government planners, will direct investment. That's a shot at China. Government planners. So there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that he said. There's a lot that he did. And this, he's, a, he's a maniac. He's a Twitter monster. He's dumb. He's stupid. No, no, he actually hasn't. He actually hasn't. He's not. He's, I think he's playing it quite well, to be honest with you. And he emphasized one thing, 123, how important this is. I don't think you ever heard this from uh, Big O, but anyway, here we go. The United States has been reminded time and time again in recent years that economic security is not merely related to national security. Economic security is national security. Yep. Yep. You give all those small nations the power to compete uh, mm -hmm. economically. And not have to be bossed around and owned by China. Right. I'm telling you. That That's a fair playing field. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm telling but then you know, all this stuff, 37 major deals, though, that uh, American firms sign with the Chinese entities? Huh. Okay. The Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, and American businesses are the most innovative in the world. When given access, can compete with anyone. I believe the deals can provide a solid foundation for a stronger relationship that is more free, fair, and reciprocal between U.S. and China. So they're trying to do it. They're going there, right? They're, they're trying to do this stuff. And what are some of these deals? The 2017 U.S. CEO delegation to China deals, ready? Uh, air products, uh, $3.5 billion. State of Alaska, Alaska Gas Line Development Corporation, $43 billion with China Investment, Bank of China, $43 million. Archer Daniels Midland Company. I mean, all these companies are just doing this Caterpillar, Boeing, 
This is jobs. GE. These are jobs. Honeywell. Um, we go on and on and on. These are jobs that are going to benefit America and Americans. So this is a very, very, very good thing. Uh, 649. Um, I got to tell you, this, this, this guy keeps opening his mouth. Uh, there is one person, you know who this is, was in charge of a very big company, doesn't really like Trump, thinks the tax cuts are a joke. I just have to tell you who this is, and the, the irony is just insane. Yep, you know who it is, Ryan. Uh, that's coming back. You got to hear this to believe. I'm like, really? Do you not have a mirror? You should just shut up with what you charge for your product. All right, it's coming up in five. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Save 10%. That's what it is. 7.07. Hi, it's your morning ritual. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yes. Gary Lewis on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things, thank you, Don, that that I think you need to know. Number one. Go home to mommy. Eh, later. Number one. Do I have to? No. No. Number one. Huh. Roy Moore in Alabama, these allegations are now flying, and I think it's a complete and total hit job in his setup. It just, it's too, I mean, really? Uh, apparently, a woman has come forward claiming back in 1979 when she was 14 and he was 32, he kissed her and touched her. And now, after 40 years of public service, she, after 40 years of public service, running for governor a couple of times, uh, the state Supreme Court chief justice there in Alabama, uh, other offices, now she comes forward and says this a month before Roy Moore is going to win the, the Senate seat in Alabama and would help drain the swamp. It just sounds too good. The Washington Post just randomly found her. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, John McCain already said not even if this is true, but he needs to step down now. All the swamp, McConnell, McCain, Flake, Susan Collins, they all came out. He needs to go. Well, they all said if it's true, except for McCain. He just flat out said that. By the way, still waiting for John McCain to talk about uh, Hillary paying for that dossier that he sent an emissary for. Nothing there, Johnny boy. Anything about the Uranium One scandal? None of these clowns have said anything about that, by the way. Uh, as an emailer, a listener sent me an email, they'd rather lose the seat than have Roy Moore in it. That's how. That, that's why I just, I just, listen, it may be true, but it's just, it reeks of BS. We'll talk about that. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, President Trump is literally crushing it on his Asia trip. And the reason he's crushing it is because it's not really being talked about. The only thing the media tried talking about is that they, they tried to paint him, they smeared him with fake news stories about koi fish and Japanese cars, right? And then they stopped. Why? Because he's crushing it. He had a very uh, uneventful or, un well, let's just, non-controversial trip to China, and now he's unloaded on him. We played the sound bites earlier. What he said in Vietnam about trade and everything else, taking shots at China, he's nailing it. And apparently 37 different companies in America signed deals worth $250 billion uh, in business that we're going to do with China. 
So American companies will profit and and make money, which is good, and create jobs. So he's doing it really well, which is why they're not talking about it. And he's standing up for America when it comes to trade. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is big too, only 29% morning console poll, only 29% of Americans think that DAC recipients deserve permanent status here, legal permanent status. Only 29%. That is it. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, again, this whole Roy Moore thing, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you, this is all... The Washington Post found this this lady who was 14 at the time in 1979. Apparently, she also, in her background, she has some, some marital problems, financial problems, all this stuff, whatever. They also claim to have found three other women. Isn't it crazy? They found these random four women a month before the election who claim that uh, when they were 16 and 18, Roy Moore did the same thing to them. Again, after 40 years of public service, when he ran for pretty... Powerful positions there in the state of Alabama. The high-profile guy. Now they come out. And then, like clockwork, the swamp comes out trying to smear him as well. Again, what John McCain said is just, it's revolting. Disgusting. How do you say this? The allegations against Roy Moore are deeply disturbing and disqualifying. So the allegations are just, okay. So if a guy is smeared, his whole life should be ruined. Isn't this America innocent before proven guilty? Nope, not in politics. So the, McCain tweets, the allegations against Roy Moore are deeply disturbing and disqualifying. He should immediately step aside and allow the people of Alabama to elect a candidate they can be proud of. Wow. Who would that be, by the way? Uh, someone that's not going to help drain the swamp. An, an insider, not an outsider. That's the whole point. That's why I just don't, I don't buy this. And I don't want to downplay it because sex assault is a serious thing. So now we are, you know, what if this isn't true? Look, you saw this with Trump, right? With the 12 random chicks that came out like a few weeks before the election. So that's why. And that turned out to be nothing. You can allege whatever the hell you want. I think this is going to galvanize people in Alabama to say even more, God, we hate those swamp creatures. We can't stand them. You know what? Just like the Billy Bush tape. We just said, you know what? We don't, I don't care. Now, nobody was assaulted in that, but I don't care. Nobody, nobody knows if anybody was assaulted here either. All these women, by the way, said every, if, if whatever happened was consensual, according to them. He didn't force himself upon them. Excuse me. We don't even know if this is true. But all the swamp creatures wanted to step aside. You, here's one thing you need to know also. None of these swamp creatures have condemned Hillary Clinton for, and the DNC for buying that fake Russian dossier. For paying for it. Nothing. And that's McCain's dossier that he got, by the way. What is he attached to? John McCain won't answer anything about that. That's what's funny. I know there are news agencies that have asked John McCain's office, the Daily Caller, Breitbart, hey, John, what's your involvement in this dossier? Did you know that Hillary and the DNC paid for it? Did you? Won't even return their calls. Won't even, and he'll talk to anybody about anything that benefits him. So he won't say anything about that. And none of these swamp creatures would even criticize or say anything about Democratic Senator Bob Menendez, who is right now going through a trial on bribery and corruption charges. The guy is as dirty as you can get. He was indicted, and there's a trial, and now the jury is deliberating, but that doesn't even get a lot. You don't even hear that on TV. You don't even hear that on the news, do you? No, 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 no. Bribery, corruption, I mean, major stuff, doing favors for people. Oh, yeah. I know a lady who did that, too, presumably. Who? Who's that? A Hillary Clinton lady. Mm. (laughs) A little pay-to-play. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that. Apparently, um, 
one of the jurors came out already and said, uh, I don't think he did anything wrong. And they sent that person home, and the person's now coming out saying, I think there's going to be a hung jury. Oh, yeah. They replaced the juror. Uh-huh. I don't think he did anything wrong. Excuse me? Um, <clears throat> Evelyn Arroyo-Maltzby. She said she would have found New Jersey lawmaker not guilty in every charge if she remained in the jury. She was she was excused for the bribery trial. She said, I feel like the government was very corrupted, not that Menendez was. They that they were to me railroading him. That's how I feel. I don't think anything wrong, and she was dismissed. She said some of the jurors believe he's guilty, others, some believe he's innocent. Everybody's not agreeing. There's trouble in the jury room. He's accused of helping business interests of a Florida eye doctor who's also on trial in exchange for lavish gifts, hefty campaign contributions. Prosecutors say he acted like this guy's personal senator, and the two men's arrangement began in 06 and lasted in 20, until 2013. So this guy literally going through a trial of bribery and corruption and everything else, and McCain and Flake and McConnell, they're not saying he should resign. This is just an allegation. Get out of here. You're done. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. If you also want to call, you could you get it pound two fifty on your phone, and a little prompt comes up. Ask for Garrett Lewis. Connects you right through as well. Let's start with Chuck. Chuck, welcome to KNST. What's up, Chuck? Good morning, sir. Hello. This, resemb- this resembles the Herman Cain issue a lot. As soon as he gets out of the election, it'll all go away and they'll stop. Yep, just like Trump with the twelve chicks or whatever it was. Right, it's, same thing. It's it's just ridiculous that there's no repercussions to people that make false af- uh, accusations like this. Yeah. It, 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 they need to come out and say, you know what, we're going to look at what you're saying, and if it's proven false, you're in heap big trouble. Well, didn't Don threaten to take him to court? Yeah, Don wants to sue everybody. Yeah. That's what he does. Well, that's what, and all those ladies went away. Yep. Man. <laughs> look, look what happens, uh, you know, when you make that kind of a threat, huh? He's like, I got more money than God. I will sue you till the, you know, till the cows come I, home. The DNC's out I of also, I also think that if it is true, then the ladies that it happened to first are somewhat liable for what happened to the next ladies because you know yeah. it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like they want to blame people for selling guns to people that they should have known were crazy. You know, you, they they should have known that if they didn't come forward and stop it, that other people were going to get hurt. They yeah, should be well, you can say that. For, no, you can't. You can't blame them for that, though. You can't do that. Let's just stick with the media. Listen. The media, and this is the Washington Post. The Washington Post owns by Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos wants open borders, uh, and that's not what Roy Moore wants. He wants open borders for cheap labor, and he wants it for more customers, right? So, I mean, there's a lot. There's, and then the Washington Post also endorsed uh, the Democrat in the race. So there's a lot there. They're, listen, the mainstream media does fake news all the time. So, you know, you, they can't be surprised when we sit back and go, I don't believe your fake news. Like, I'm not taking it. I, I, just, I just don't I don't buy it. I just don't well, keep buy putting, it. Keep putting it out there like you're doing because you're, you're a big help. Well, thank, thank you. you, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I agree. You're a big help? I'm a huge help to some people. To others, a big thorn in the side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Just how pissed are you, though, with John McCain? Holy God. This guy, just go away. You and Flake, just go away. McCain can't wait to just trash anybody that he doesn't like, that gets in his way. I mean, he's the establishment man. He is the swamp. The swamp.
You, you look through his Twitter timeline, everything. Not one damn thing about Bob Menendez, Hillary Clinton, Uranium One, nothing. Nothing. But he just jumped on this Roy Moore thing. Uh, do you remember, by the way, when John McCain was accused by the New York Times of having an affair? February 21st, 2008, for McCain, self-confidence on ethics poses its own risk. Uh-oh. A female lobbyist had been turning up with John McCain at fundraisers, visiting his offices, accompanying him on a client's corporate jet. Convinced the relationship had become romantic, some of his top advisors intervened to protect the candidate from himself. From himself? Instructing staff members to block the woman's access, privately warning her away and repeatedly confronting him. And several people involved in the campaign said on the condition of anonymity. So John McCain was accused of having an affair with a lobbyist named Vicki Eisman. Of course, she then sued, I believe, the New York Times for like $27 million or something like that. I mean, something crazy. And then settled. Uh, so apparently John McCain said it's not true and it's not true. Should John McCain have dropped out of the race right there based on an allegation? An allegation. That's the question. It's what he wants Roy Moore to do. John, you are a hypocrite. 719. We'll continue. 880-KNST. 880-5678. We also have to get to this story. In a state in this country, students may be able to choose their own race and gender without their parents' Permission. I swear you have to hear this to believe it. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM792, sounds most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. 727, thank you for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Make sure you like it and follow it, please. I put stuff on there that's good. And entertaining and fun and all kinds of stuff. Linda McMahon is going to join us at 810 this morning. She's the head of the Small Business Administration, you know, founder of the WWE. I asked if she ever gave uh, Vince a suplex. What? Well, sure. She's here in Tucson. She's going to have a round table because that's what they do. They don't do square tables. They do round tables. And uh, it's because she should be hanging with Martha McSally, so I kind of feel bad for her for that, but whatever. Um, now... What is it, what? What? Why are you laughing at me? It's just funny to it think is about. Funny. It is funny, isn't it? She's like, ah, get me in the ring. Oh God, yeah, I know. I can suplex Martha. I don't Martha. Put her in a hand. Martha, 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 Martha. Ever hear of the camel clutch, Martha? Mm-hmm. Old can't move. do that now. It's Iranian. It's bad. The Iron Sheik. Yeah, I know. All right, so uh, get this. This is this is craziness right here in Delaware. Joe Biden's Delaware. The State Department of Education in Delaware is considering regulations regarding discrimination. It would allow children to determine their own gender and their own race. Little Timmy is a seven-year-old white boy, and he says, no, 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 Mom. I'm an 11-year-old. Well, I guess it doesn't mean age. I am a Hispanic girl. I want to be called a Latina. Who knows? He can say what he wants, do what he wants. They're, they're actually thinking about this. Their proposed regulation 225 prohibition of discrimination. Prohibition of discrimination. I swear to God. It, it, it says here, uh, Todd Starnes had this story, could set the stage for gender bending, cultural appropriation, free for all. 
in Delaware. The proposed regulation states all students enrolled in a Delaware public school may self-identify gender or race. Who is the idiot that thought this is a good idea? And how pissed would you be if you're a parent? No, I'm pretty sure I know what my child is considering that I made my child. I created my child. I've seen it. I've washed it. I've wiped it. The state educators use a term called protected characteristics to describe race, ethnicity, national origin, sex, gender, gender identity, other characteristics protected by state or federal law. The proposed regulation would take the power away from the parents. Really? School leaders would not necessarily be required to notify parents if uh, little Timmy all of a sudden is like, no, I'm Jill. Or, okay, let's use a different example. If, like, little Bruce says, no, I'm Caitlin. Section 7.4 or 7.4.1, 7.4 whatever. Prior to requesting permission from a parent or legal guardian, the school should consult and work closely with the student to assess the degree to which, if any, the parent or legal guardian is aware of the protected characteristic and is supportive of the students. Wow. So this kid says, I want to be a girl or I want to be a boy. And the school employee says, are your parents aware of this? Are they supportive of it? The school then shall take into consideration the safety, health, and well-being of the student in deciding whether to request permission from the parent or legal guardian. No, my dad thinks it's stupid that I'm a girl, even though I'm a boy. Well, you know what? Don't worry. We won't tell your dad or your mom. Instead, we'll call you whatever you want. The Delaware Department of Education thinks that it's better equipped to handle your child's gender or race, whatever they choose, instead of what you. So the government would step in there and the government would say, I know how to take care of your child better than you do, you parents. This well, is insane. Educated. This is insane. This is, no, no, this is insane. No? The fe- no, they're not. They're, they're just, sure? I don't know. Is there some activist that is with the Department of Education in Delaware? Is there some, you know, transgender whatever or just... Bleeding heart somebody that says, you know what, kids really know exactly what they are. And just because their parent doesn't agree with it doesn't mean the child should lose out. That, that's how I look at it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know, I have more on this that I want to say. And what do you think? You could also hit pound 250 and say Garrett Lewis when the prompt comes up to get right in as well. We'll continue with this in about six. Linda McMahon at 810 right here on KNST AIM 790. Here is Fox. 739 on this Friday. What's happening? <laughs> um, I hate the goofy laugh the radio guys do. It. I just, sorry, I was, I was in the studio. <laughs> hey, everybody. All right, whatever. Um, still, uh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one uh, is that uh, this whole Roy Moore thing, it just smells of BS. It smells of garbage. It smells of a hit job. A month before the big election, the guy that has 40 years public service, going through different elections, holding different offices, all this stuff. Now a girl comes forward and three other randomly come forward and say, when I was a teenager 40 years ago, he did this to us. He kissed me or something. Really? And then right away, the swamp comes out. John McCain says he must step aside now over an allegation. 
Nothing from John McCain of the Swamp on Hillary. Uranium One. That scandal, the dossier. Who paid for it? Nothing. Nothing from those guys. Nothing making Bob Menendez, a sitting senator, step down after being indicted and going through trial right now on bribery and corruption. They accept that. That's why I just don't, I don't find this to be, I don't find this to be true. I don't find it to be true. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump is crushing it on his Asia trip. And one of the reasons you know it is because well, uh, the media's not really talking about it now, are they? He did a very, he was very calm and subdued in China and then got to Vietnam and unloaded on trade, said we will do trade with all these countries to basically ward off China and beat them and be the power there in Asia. And he said, it's America first when it comes to trade, we will not be taken advantage of anymore. And we're going to make sure we do deals that everybody must faithfully follow the rules. I mean, he was on it, on it. And by the way, see, I put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. The story from CNBC that uh, 37 major deals were signed by U.S. firms with Chinese entities during Trump's visit, meaning that's going to be about a quarter, $250 billion, jobs, 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 baby. Yep. There you have it. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, the latest morning console poll shows just 29% of Americans think that uh, DACA recipients deserve legal status. Telling you, Republicans want to lose. And that's why they're just, it's the swamp. They don't care about winning and losing. They got to just make sure they do what they need to do for their donors and their daddies and their controllers, their puppet masters. That's why they're coming out against Roy Moore because they can't control him. He wants to drain the swamp. Three things that I think you need to know. Um, All right. Really? Anyway. Uh, let's get back to this story uh, about how in the state of Delaware, they're so whacked out of their mind. They're thinking about letting public school students choose their own sex, their own race. It's regulation 225. No joke. So somebody just called up and asked Ryan, what, what did they ask you? Karen wanted to know if uh, after nine months, what happens to like the after kid? the school year? After the school year's done, what happens to the kid? Do they go back to being a boy or a girl or a ca- Caucasian or Hispanic or whatever, whatever? they want? I, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, how does it stay? How I, does well, it keep? Well, I guess what if the parent says no? Do they run to the school and say, "My parents won't accept me as this. They won't believe me." What happens then? It's I, just I don't like know. Like during summertime when nobody's there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you'll do what I want. <laughs> so this is what it is. And again, the state of Delaware. If you're just tuning in, regulation two two five prohibition of discrimination. All students, it proposes all students enrolled in Delaware public schools may self-identify gender or race. And the school, the school, it says, should consult and work closely with the student to assess the degree to which, if any, the parent or legal guardian is aware of the protected characteristic, meaning whatever they choose to be, and is supportive of the student. And if they're not, the school can take into consideration the safety, health, and well-being of the student in deciding whether to request the permission to be whatever they want to be, identify whatever they want, without permission from the parent or legal guardian. Insane. Insane. Uh, The president of the Delaware Family Policy Council, Nicole Teese, mad. Should every parent should be outraged by this? Every parent should be outraged by this. Uh, they're leading the charge out there, the Delaware Family Play, uh, Policy Council, to fight this. 
And by the way, this is not some, are you just an old school conservative, blah, 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 blah. This is beyond dumb. In, in what world is it normal to let a public, a, 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 a minor choose, first off, choose how they want to identify. We've heard some of these people. They have them here in Tucson, too, by the way. Uh, but then to do this and not even let the parent know? Imagine you go to imagine you go to parent-teacher conference night, and they're like, uh, oh, yeah, your daughter Jen. Excuse me? Yeah, your daughter Jen. Uh, great, great, great student. Wait, wait. Um, you might have us confused with somebody else, somebody else's child. No, 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 no. We have a son named Bob. Oh, oh, yeah, you don't know about this. Yeah, he, he feels more comfortable as a girl, wants to go by the name of Jen. We said, okay. Excuse me? Oh, and by the way, he's not white. Uh, she's not. Uh, yeah, anyway, it, it, it's Jen and uh, she's black. Wait, what? Wait, what? You imagine this? You imagine? It's nuts. You could be as open and accepting and blah, blah, blah as you want. This is just beyond stupid. It really is. I mean, just think about this. Okay, I have to coach my kid's soccer game tomorrow morning. What if we show up with bats and balls and say, you know what, we identify soccer as baseball? What are you, an idiot? Get out of here. You stupid. What's the difference, right? What's the difference? You got to bring snacks. Why? Why do you have to bring snacks? It's one freaking game. Just go. Anyway, got to bring snacks. Oh, it should be healthy. You know what? I identify donuts as healthy. No, it's just dumb. You're an idiot. Oh, but I'm a mean person if I don't want to acknowledge that an 11-year-old that is a uh, Hispanic girl that wants to be a white boy. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I mean at that point, get out of here. Brian, I got to stop hitting the damn bell. Brian, welcome to KNST. Hello. How you doing? Hey, so here's my question, Garrett. How long do you think it's going to be before you give us the news report that a parent has been arrested or CPS came knocking on the door because they refused to accept their child's identity choice? It's going to happen sooner than you think, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Well, probably not. I think it's going to happen overnight. You know, it's, 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 it's the right to choose. It's their. What is? How did you verbalize that? It's the protected right. It's well, the protected protect characteristics. CPS Yeah. Well, again, this is this isn't a done deal yet. They are. They're debating it. They are. They're talking about doing this. Well, I'm from I'm from Pennsylvania originally, right next to Delaware, and they're stupid enough to do it. <laughs> they're stupid enough it. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they vote for Joe Biden a lot, so there you go. I mean, come on, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Joe. All right, Brian, thank you, man. Have a good weekend. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's proposed. They're considering this. Wait, what is that? Bob says, uh, this is going to turn job applications into total chaos. Everything, you know what? Everything. Whole life is in Everything that, that you think you are. I mean, how can you trust anybody? You're right. But at, in the end, what if they do away with all this stuff? No more race, no more, you know, ethnic. Yeah, like you don't have to, there's, there's no affirmative action. You don't have to hire one of everybody and have These, a quota. Yeah, Maybe it, there it you gets go. so crazy yeah. that you just get rid of it. And yeah. are you an American citizen or are you a citizen from a different nation? Yeah. Well, and we, you, I think you brought this up during the break. We were talking and, and it's like, all right, then why? Uh, if you really want to take advantage of this, you tell your kid, listen, we can't really afford college unless you identify as a minority. You, and and you know he you know you can blame for all this to start this whole process. Who uses her advantage is good old Pocahontas, yep. Elizabeth Warren, yep. to get a job at Harvard. She lied. Pocahontas. Yeah, you know you can challenge that. But I mean, if all this stuff goes through, would you be mad at your kid? Would you tell your kid, you know what? Screw all this stuff. Let's take advantage of the system. Just say that you're a uh, a white Latina. 
or something, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Just go with it. You know, they, I blame C. Thomas Howell. This all happened with, he started with the movie Soul Man. When he took those pills to get tanned, and his parents wouldn't pay for college anymore. And it gave it away when he couldn't dunk the basketball. Remember, that was a hilarious movie. You want to talk, those kinds of movies, I, of course, it was a goofy movie. It's funny, though. And he was the first pick, picked the black, all the white guys, picked the black guy first, first pick in basketball, and he was the worst player there was. So good. So good. Uh, the Department of Edu- uh, De- Department of Education in Delaware is not talking about this. But like, okay, so wait a second, wait a second. You know what is hilarious here? Is, so they want to make it in the state that it's okay that a white student can sit back and identify, a white boy can identify as a black girl, right? Or a uh, white girl can identify as, let's say, a Hispanic girl. I want to be Hispanic, that's what I do. And it's, oh yes, we're accepting and tolerant everything else. But if you come dressed as a guy wearing a sombrero or something like that or a Native American on Halloween. Race war! Yep. I mean, you can't have it both ways. You can't. So insane. So insane. They could have a killer softball team. You switch. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, all that. It's all out the window. It's all out the window. And you know what? If this all thing goes through, and it's, it's like, I've already lost out. I'm married. It's over. But at least maybe then my son's generation can have one benefit where they're not responsible for paying for everything on the dates. You know, you want to identify what you want. I tell you what, lady, uh, you pick up the tab. You do it. None of this crap being a gentleman. I got to hold the door for you. I can't sit down until you sit down. No, 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 no. I don't identify that way. Who does that stuff? I Shut up. Apparently not us anymore. We're married. It's over. Uh, I don't know if I even did. 7.50. We'll continue in five. Linda McMahon is coming up at at 8.10. Small Business Administration, WWE McMahon. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, uh, including Trump, how she met him, which she surprised, WWE, WrestleMania. It's crazy. It's coming up. KNST, AIM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Hello. Hi. Happy Friday. We've made it. It's here. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, I think it's a hit job and it's a smear job on Roy Moore. A month before the election out there in Alabama, all of a sudden, a a woman says, you know, back in 79 I was 14 and Roy Moore was 32 and he kissed me and touched me. Guy's been in public office, in public, he's been there 40 years, 40 years, and now all of a sudden this comes out in the Washington Post, really? And within minutes, the swamp, the establishment, McCain, McCain said he should step down. These allegations prove he shouldn't, he shouldn't uh, be in the race. Real Allegations, huh? Really? Okay, so allegations, somebody says something about you, you should just quit. Again, McCain didn't quit when the New York Times reported he was having an affair with a lobbyist. Uh, by the way, McCain has never said anything about Hillary and the Uranium One scandal or Bob Menendez. He shouldn't resign even though he's been indicted. And he shouldn't. He's not found guilty yet. Oh, the swamp is out there. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the media's not really talking about Trump in Asia. And uh, I think the reason is because he's actually crushing it. He's crushing it quite well. Uh, he had a very, um, uh, I would say, public uneventful, non-controversial trip to China. Uh, he was in South Korea. This morning in Vietnam, he talked about all-American trade, pro-trade. I mean, he was fantastic. America first, want to do trade deals that are fair for everyone. I mean, he just he really laid into it, and he really took some shots at China. Stood up for America. He's really done well. And then there was news this morning also 
uh, that uh, 37 deals were cut with U.S. companies and Chinese entities. So $250 billion. I mean, this is this is big. This is huge. Huge. Plus, they're gonna, China's now involved in the Alaska. They, they, they're going to rely on us for energy. Finally. They finally rely on us for something. Alaskan pipeline deal. All right, third thing I think you need to know. Only 29%, morning console poll, only 29% of Americans think that DACA recipients should receive legal permanent status. Uh, Republicans want to lose. They will continue uh, the John McCain, Jeff Flake way. Three things I think you need to know. I'm very excited. Uh, Linda McMahon is in Tucson. She is the the owner of the WWE. And right now, though, more importantly, the head of the Small Business Administration. And she's here to talk about small business. Linda, good morning. Welcome to Tucson. How you doing? Good morning. I'm happy to be in Tucson this morning. It's not bad in, uh, you know, November, and it's going to be 85 degrees. It could be worse, right? I think it's going to be about 35 in Washington today. It's going to be very cold, so I am happy to be in Tucson. Exactly. Well, all right, let's let's talk. Listen, a lot of people here, Small Business Administration, they might look it up and say, well, what the heck is the government doing trying to basically back loans and the government and stuff like that? But there's more that happens. How does the, how does the SBA... I'm curious about this before the tax reform impact, but what does the SBA do to help businesses and help them grow? There's like a mentoring program too, isn't there? Well, there is. Uh, actually, uh, I was uh, surprised when I came on at SBA that uh, SBA, I think, is one of the best kept secrets in the country. When you think about SBA, you do think about loans, but for the mentorship and the uh, the advice and the opportunity of uh, entrepreneurs to visit not only SBA headquarters or to go on SBA.gov for so much information, but also to sit down with our resource partners at SCORE, uh, at SBDC offices, women's business centers, our veterans outreach, and it's all for free. You could go in, uh, especially at our SCORE offices, and actually sit with retired executives who will help coach you through your marketing plans, your business plans, maybe even send you back to the drawing board to get your ideas better codified. And as uh, I have heard from so many entrepreneurs who have even participated in the Emerging Leaders Program at SBA, they just couldn't have been where they are today or have started or have grown their business without that kind of assistance. So we're happy to provide uh, guarantees for loans, uh, so that banks and other lending institutions can help entrepreneurs that are might, maybe a little bit too risky for the bank to do on their own, so we can help them get started. You know, there we talk about on this show, and, and you don't know, you don't listen. You're on the other side of the, the country, but there's some crazy and ridiculous and stupid classes in college, and even some more ones in high school. And I just sit back and say, I wish there'd be classes in high school and in college that could teach people. Uh, what it takes to start a business, what decisions they need to do, how to do a business plan, like things that can help them in the real world. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. People can get that when they go to the SBA office, right? They certainly can. Uh, There are webinars that are constantly being held through uh, sba.gov or at the uh, district offices. And again, it's the the other resource partners that I mentioned. And there's so much help available. And it's, look, it's part of my job, A, to advocate on behalf of the almost 30 million small businesses across the country, but also to make sure that uh, our business folks who, who are around the country know about all of the advice and opportunities that are available through SBA. Uh, Linda McMahon is on KNST AM 790 right now, and uh, she's in charge of the Small Business Administration for the Trump administration. So, uh, you know, I just don't understand how people don't, uh, don't and it's always the haters, to be honest with you. I mean, ta- if tax reform happens, and it should, and I hope that Congress gets their act together, 
Um, when I mean, you're a business owner. When business owners get more of their own money back, um, did you and your husband, Vince, just put it in a closet somewhere under a mattress, or did you take it and put it back into the business? Wouldn't that be the result of what happens if well, tax reform takes place? Well, of course, you put it back in the business. And I have been traveling the country since I took on my job because I've made it uh, a goal to visit every one of the 68 uh, SBA district offices around the country. But doing what I'm doing today, being here in uh, Tucson, I was in Phoenix yesterday to visit with business owners and roundtable discussions to tour small businesses. And without fail, those businesses tell me that if tax reform and tax, tax cuts go through, they will use that extra money to either hire new employees, give employees that they already have higher wages, maybe open a branch office, buy that next piece of equipment. Entrepreneurs get into business to grow their business, and when they have more money to invest, that is exactly what they do. So our economy will benefit. There will be more people hired. There will be more goods and services um, uh, put into the economy, and the economy will continue to grow. I mean, we're, we're at three. We want to sustain that, but, boy, we want to get to that 4% GDP, which the president uh, talks about all the time. And, yeah, and, he, and we've gotten a three without even Obamacare going away, without tax reform taking place. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good, scary thought to find out where we will be if all that stuff happens. Um, so well, it, it, it really is. I mean, to, to have the opportunity for this tax reform package to go through, and it's look, it's going through the right process. Uh, the House has put out its version. The Senate came out yesterday. Now we're going to have good debate. There will be amendments back and forth. And just like when I was a CEO, I said the best deals that last are the ones that both sides come to the table, you negotiate, you walk away, both sides getting some but not all of what they wanted, and it will be for the benefit uh, of the country. And uh, so it's going through the right process, and I'm excited about it. We're going to have a good tax reform package. Do you think it'll uh, it'll actually take place, though? I, I mean, you know, Chuck Schumer's the worst, and he, you know, the Democrats seem to be always against everything. They're, you know, the party of no. But there are some sen- uh, some senators up for election uh, where Trump won states, and you know, they have to be feeling the pressure that they have to be for this, and it's only going to be for jobs. Do you think Democrats are finally going to come to the table and say, "Okay, we give"? Well, I certainly hope that uh, we will see that, and I think uh, this tax reform package, I am confident, is going, not maybe this one, but a tax reform package uh, is going to pass. Hopefully it will be before the end of the year. That's clearly the president's goal. He is pushing so hard for this. He campaigned on tax reform. He campaigned on cutting taxes for small businesses and for the middle class, and he is pushing it incredibly hard. And uh, I know from being a business owner and knowing the impact of having a reduction in taxes of what that means and how, how you are motivated then to reinvest, it's going to be a real, even stronger pro-growth economy. Uh, Linda McMahon, the head of the SBA and uh, also owner of WWE, is on KNST AM 790. I, I got to ask you, obviously, you know, with President Trump, now the leader of the free world, but before that on WrestleMania, uh, I mean, h- how long have you known President Trump? About 25 years. You ever? And, uh, but... Yeah. Well, I'm just curious, you ever ever just look at him at any point and go, you know, I can see this guy as the leader of the free world? Uh, I did not do that during the time that we were doing business together because it just wasn't something that I don't think either of us, well, clearly I was not thinking about. uh, And we were having fun and doing what was uh, really fun at uh, WWE, and uh, he enjoyed it, and we enjoyed having him as a business associate. So, I mean... When he got in, and I think, yeah. and I think that's 
that's what makes this president unique. He has built and run a business, and when he asked me to come on at SBA, he said, I want somebody who's built a business, who's been through successes and failures and gets it. I want that kind of input. And uh, so I was uh, pleased and honored when he asked me to do this. Exactly. Look, I, I've never, I was never like the biggest Donald Trump fan. I really was kind of indifferent. But as soon as he came down that escalator and said what he said, I said, this guy's going to win. He, he knows how to communicate. He knows how to brand. And he's saying things that the country is actually saying as well. And I, I thought it was, it was unbelievable. And, he, and he's real. Like, unlike other politicians, and I don't like a lot of them. Uh, I actually believe the stuff that he says. I think he really means it. I, I, he has nothing left to lose. No, he's uh, he's a very genuine uh, man, and he really is uh, fighting very hard to put forth the policies that he truly believes are going to benefit the economy uh, in the country. And uh, he does believe in America first, and I think he's showing that in this international uh, tour that he's on. Uh, I really am enjoying seeing the... Um, the, the level of respect that the United States is getting, and uh, he, he's putting America first, and I'm all for that. Yeah, did you happen to see what he said in Vietnam this morning? I know it was really early, though. Uh, about trade? I, I'm sorry, I did not. Okay. Oh, no, he, I, I just <laughs> I thought he was, that, yeah. you know, he was so America first and talking about fair trade deals and not getting taken advantage of and standing up for the country, which hasn't happened in a very, very long time. Well, well, that's not a new thing for him. I mean, he has been saying that since he was campaigning, and uh, he is uh, definitely putting forth those policies. I mean, his trip to China with uh, the new business deals that have been done, and he's really talking. He continues to talk about fair trade for the United States, and that's uh, he wants trade, but he wants fair trade, and he wants the United States to be treated uh, equally. I mean, we're not even equally treated now, so he's uh, uh, he, he is really putting forth the policies he believes in and standing by it and sticking to it. And I like that. You know, I'm curious. You brought it up earlier. Uh, and Linda McMahon is on KNST AM 790. Um, you went from the private sector, starting your own business, building it, building a, just a big empire. Uh, but you were in charge and you were the one overseeing everything. Um, what is that compared to what you're doing now over a big government agency? I mean, how, how different is that compared to the private sector? Well, in terms of the business aspect, I mean, I think I've brought all of the business skills in terms of management, uh, you know, putting forth expectations, holding people accountable. Those business skills uh, transfer across whatever business that you're involved in. And I love business. I just, you know, I think it's fascinating, and I really like seeing how it grows and builds the economy. But it's different because you do have government regulations and uh uh, that makes it um, a little different than the private sector because there are things that you, sometimes you scratch your head and you go, really? That's the way we have to go about it? But it's regulatory and it's in place and you, you have to navigate that. But so far, uh, I think that what we're doing at SBA, I'm incredibly proud of and I'm enjoying the outreach that we're making all over the country. Now, uh, and when, when businesses are, are coming to you, business owners, and they're talking and you're going around the whole country, Phoenix yesterday, Tucson today, um, what are business owners asking for the most? Are they asking for uh, health care to be repealed and replaced so it's more affordable for everybody, asking for more regulations to be cut, tax reform? What, what do they think is, is going to be the most beneficial impact for their business? Uh, it, it varies from different parts of the country, but those three things are what I hear the most. And a fourth uh, that comes about uh, almost with equal importance now is, uh, is, is a workforce. Uh, not only a skilled workforce, but a workforce that wants to work uh, and wants to come to, and wants to come to work every day. And uh, so I'm hearing that a great deal as well. But tax reform, putting more money in the pockets 
of our small businesses, without fail, they all bring that up and say they don't talk about tax reform as much as they talk about tax cuts because tax cuts is something they can relate to. It's more money to their business. It gives them the opportunity to plan how they're going to run their business and expand and grow. Uh, this sort of never-never land they're in now makes it makes that a bit more difficult. Are they talking about the millennial problem? I mean, I think it's more than just millennials. I think they're just Americans that sometimes complain and are lazy and don't want to do stuff. Um, not a lot, but there's a decent amount. Is that the, they have a problem finding people with a good work ethic? That's part of it. Uh, sometimes it's work ethic. Sometimes it is a skilled workforce. So that's why I think we're seeing more oh. of the private sector that is working more closely with our community colleges and with our vocational schools to help develop the curriculum and to train those uh, students who are there for the needs of the private sector, and we're seeing more of that. As a matter of fact, I was with the president when he signed um, his executive order for you know for leadership and apprentice programs, um, I, and he's asked to set aside $100 million for those programs so that the private sector can uh, interact with our educational system and get more, not necessarily just young people, people in transition from one business to the next to be reskilled, retrained, uh, to go into uh, the businesses that need these jobs. There are 6 million jobs available in this country now, and we don't have the workforce to fill them. So we need to change our educational paradigm uh, so that vocational training and a skilled labor force uh, you know, has the, um, the proper respect because they're great jobs and you can start your own business. And so I'm there in support of that because many new businesses can be started with that kind of uh, entrepreneurial skill. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, is the Small Business Administration involved in that or another agency or is it just all local? Because I have advertisers and, and they say they can't find enough work. They can't find enough help. They can't find plumbers. They can't find framers. They can't find, I mean, I have a buddy who's a general contractor. Can't find stucco guys. Uh, we have people that call up and say I, I'm, they're excavating as they're listening and they call up and they go, we can't find enough people to actually work with their hands. Um, you know, now the, what what can we do to yeah, solve that, this? Yeah, that that really is an issue, and part of what um, what a part of what SBA uh, is doing, what part of what I'm doing is working with Betsy DeVos, who's the Secretary of Education, because she's clearly on that page. Uh, Ivanka Trump uh, has uh, a program to help develop uh, our workforce, working with Secretary of Labor. Uh, working across the agencies to make sure that we keep encouraging our educational institutions and our vocational uh, skilled labor force to grow and develop because we need it very badly. As a matter of fact, you know, one of the things that SBA does uh, that has been um, quite, uh, quite on the forefront lately is we have disaster economic relief, like when Harvey hit Houston, uh, when the hurricanes came through Puerto Rico and Florida, SBA is on the ground right behind FEMA. It's the only time that SBA actually loans money for mortgages and for businesses. Normally, we guarantee loans. This time, we're the bank when we go in to do that. And what we found in Houston, as they're trying to recover in Houston, is that lack of plumbers, electricians, just like what you're talking about, and plumbers to go in and get and get the city back on its feet. Same in Florida. And Puerto Rico, of course, just needs everything at the moment. Yeah, they do. Uh, so... So, so it's an issue, and uh, we're, we're firmly behind making sure that uh, we are looking at how to continue to develop this workforce as we encourage the kind of entrepreneurs that come to SBA to develop their businesses. Um, are you trying to 
cut red tape. I mean, this is incredible. You said that, that you're out there, you know, where the disasters are lending money to get businesses back going to keep the economy going. I mean, are you are you cutting down regulations, red tape to get people back on their feet that much more quickly? Oh, absolutely. We have, uh, you know, an express loan. We've actually talked to our lenders in this time of uh, this great disaster who are willing to step up put money up without uh, as much regulation. Uh, as a matter of fact, SBA in its loan process has pushed back for one year any repayment on those loans while people get back on their feet. Interest will accrue during the year, but no payments are due until a year from the time, you know, the, uh, the loan is granted. So working with uh, the local communities to get them back on their feet, getting money in their hands uh, to get their businesses back up and running, because if you think about it, Small businesses are the glue in communities. Uh, They are the ones that get those communities back up and thriving. And when all of those small businesses are out, the economy really suffers in those areas. And then, of course, that's uh, kind of the domino effect across the country. So we want people back in their homes, back in their businesses, as quickly as possible. Linda McMahon is on KNST AM790, head of the SBA. Uh, So you're here in Tucson. What are you going to be doing in Tucson? Are you going to be talking to business owners? I am. Uh, in a little while, I am going to go over to uh, Anuco, I think is the name of the company. I'm just uh, looking, and we're going to have a tour. Uh, we're going to have a, ball, a small business roundtable. I will be there with uh, Congresswoman Martha McSally. We're going to be listening to what small uh, business owners have to say, uh, and, uh, and part of my job is to do just that and advocate on their behalf back in Washington. Listen, I'm I'm so excited. I, I love what Trump's doing. He's getting business people, people that have been there. You know, it's like in college. They say that, you know, those that can't teach. But uh, I'm glad that there are people with real world experience like, like you out there to have an impact to try to get things going. We need more private sector involved in the government to stop the slowdown of government. Um, if people are well, listening, where, where can they go? Just SBA.gov if they have, you know, have any questions, help, anything like that? Yeah, SBA.gov, and then and click through the different areas that are available. Because and we're and we're we're working on our website too. That's one of the things that I've been doing since we've been there. But there are so many webinars, uh, so much information available. So please give SBA.gov uh, a look, see, uh, and then uh, check out the SBA offices in your area where you can go directly uh, or talk to them by phone or go to any of the resource partners. It's an incredible, incredible resource for businesses that are starting or that are already there and looking to grow and increase. You know what? Last one. Uh, Tucson, unfortunately, is very anti-business. The leadership here, it's just not the right way of thinking. Um, Do you guys at the SBA have any impact, any any coordination with local cities, mayors, councils, that kind of stuff to try to to maybe put some ideas in their head? Well, that's why we have these um, district offices around the country to work with our local lenders, with our local businesses, uh, with uh, not necessarily involvement so much in local governments except through the business community to talk about the things that they need. So I think in that regard, uh, you know, our SBA district offices uh, are are working very closely to make sure that we can have the right policies uh, and procedures in place to help the economy grow. And, you know, the one thing, and I'll close with this, uh, the – the thing that I enjoy most about being at SBA is that it is the most uh, nonpartisan agency, I think, in Washington, because really everybody wants to see small businesses grow. Everybody wants to see the economy grow. And I have the ability, I think, to work a, 
across the aisle may be more than some, but we're pulling everybody uh, into the fold. Well, if you meet a member of the Tucson City Council, you might disagree. But listen, I think... I, I really, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're trying to make a difference, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for the time this morning. Thank you so much. All right, uh, Linda McMahon right here in Tucson. We'll continue in 5, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hey, 42, thank you for hanging out. Uh, I don't think Linda McMahon really liked the whole... She probably gets sick of the whole Donald Trump WrestleMania. He's an entertainer, he's a showboater, builder, he did it all. Hell of a life. Um, but anyway, I thought she had some good information, and I hope uh, I hope that people take advantage of it. It's so sad, by the way, really quick before three things. So sad that people can get uh, an education in school, in college, you name it, and instead learn how to actually do stuff in life outside of that, right? I mean, it's nobody taught me how to do a radio show. You have it or you don't or whatever. It's true. But, but like, when you know, why take these stupid classes? Why are we going into debt? Why, why are taxes going up to pay for the U of A, ASU, and NAU to subsidize college educations where it's never going to be used for anything? Why are you asking me? I don't know. You know my answer. Three things I think you need to know. I need to know that if you can help me. Uh, number one, this whole Roy Moore thing. Uh, I think this is a complete hit job. Washington Post randomly finds this girl and three others a month before the uh, the entire election. Uh, you don't think that the swamp had anything to do with this? This idea that he went back in 79 when he was 32 and she was 14, he kissed a girl, he kissed her. He's been in public service 40 years. These four women decide to talk now. Now. Nothing else. Now. And John McCain said, these allegations prove that he should step down now. He's not qualified. Really? An allegation. Again, there was alleged that John McCain had an affair with a lobbyist in 2008. New York Times broke the story. Named the lobbyist. Named him. Did John McCain say, it wasn't, you're not fit for the GOP nomination? John McCain hasn't said jack squat about Hillary. Uranium won. The dossier paid for by Hillary. But he talked about this. Swamp monster. Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, the Trumpster is really crushing it in Asia. He really is. Uh, we'll even play sound bites coming up. Um, it, it was he was really really good. He, he's he's re- he's not embarrassing himself. I never thought he would. But he talked about trade. We'll get to those things. And he also apparently thirty seven country thirty seven uh, companies American companies signed deals. With Chinese entities, so uh, creating $250 billion worth of jobs and wealth and that kind of stuff. So more jobs, it's going to happen. Yep. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, and we need to get into this, but tw- latest, latest morning console poll showed just 29% of people, just 29% uh, actually uh, think that DACA recipients should get legal permanent status. Just 29%, and it's going down. It's losing support. Simple as that. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, oh, well, thank you for the compliment. It was intelli- We had intelligent talk. Some listener actually said we had intelligent talk. Yeah. I question the listener. He seemed like a pretty smart dude. Really? Yeah. Then why is he, if he's really that smart, why would he think there'd be any intelligent talk on this show? Well, he was listening. So again, anyway. He, he felt smarter okay. by the end. That's nice. Um, As opposed to other conversations that make you feel dumber. Yeah, well, that happens. Peanut butter or jelly. 
Or both. Or ketchup or mustard. Then why not? So uh, let's play some Trump sound bites, if you don't mind. We used to... Way too inside. What? Way too inside. No Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> let's do uh, 121. This is Trump this morning, early, 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 our time in the morning in Vietnam, uh, giving a speech on trade. This is a guy sticking up for America. Listen to this. This is epic. The United States is prepared to work with each of the leaders in this room today to achieve mutually beneficial commerce that is in the interests of both your countries and mine. That is the message I am here to deliver. I will make bilateral trade agreements with any Indo-Pacific nation that mm -hmm. wants to be our partner and that will abide by the principles of fair and reciprocal trade. What we will no longer do is enter into large agreements that tie our hands, surrender our sovereignty, mm -hmm. and make meaningful enforcement practically impossible. Instead, we will deal on a basis of mutual respect and mutual benefit. We will respect your independence and your sovereignty. We want you to be strong, prosperous, and self-reliant, rooted in your history, and branching out toward the future. Mm -hmm. That is how we will thrive and grow together in partnerships of real and lasting value. But for this, and I call it the Indo-Pacific dream, if it's going to be realized, we must ensure that all play by the rules, which they do yep. not right now. Those who do will be our closest economic partners. There you go. Those who do not can be certain that the United States will no longer turn a blind eye to violations, cheating, or economic aggression. Those days are over. There you go. So he was uh, basically taking a shot at China there. Also saying, you know what? Uh, it's not just you making deals with these countries. We'll enter an agreement with you as well. Uh, you know, I'm not owned by big business, cheap labor, all this other stuff. No, 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 no. They were going to sit back and I'm not going to say anything because all these guys do business in China, so I can't say no. No, no. America first. America first. That's what it comes down to. Uh-huh. Uh, and get this. This is from Breitbart. The Chinese communist state media. Really, really flattering President Trump. The Chinese communist state media wrote a column. There was a column in the Chinese communist state media bashing the free American press for having cheated the Chinese public into hating Donald Trump. The communist Chinese media attacked the press for being so biased and full of hate for Trump. <laughs> What's there, going on I, here? You know what? I think maybe the Chinese government's trying to get on the good side of Trump there, too. It I'm, is the state-run media. I'm sure it helps. But, but still, how funny is that? Uh, the same Chinese government wouldn't roll out a stairway for Obama to get off the airplane. And you see what's going on in Saudi Arabia? You know, Trump goes to Saudi Arabia a few months ago, his first big trip, right? And they had this whole big thing. He got the 50 different Middle Eastern states. Let's fight terrorism together, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Let's, we have to, you have to modernize, you have to get with it. 
And lo and behold, all of a sudden, these Saudi princes are getting locked up, getting arrested. These are the crooked ones that are just funding terrorism. Media's not really talking about that either, huh? I mean, Trump goes there, apparently he's such a buffoon, such a dope, such a moron, that he has these talks behind the scenes with these guys. And lo and behold, months later, hey, hey, you know what? The bad guys, the ones that are funding terrorism, they don't want to come out and say it all the way. But the bad ones, they're going. And you're going to have a um, much more pro-American Middle East now. I'm, just, You know, there's a reason he's doing all this stuff. And then, you know, whatever. Well, there's a reason why they're doing all this mm-hmm. stuff as well. Mm-hmm. When your best customer comes to your business, you might treat them a little bit better. Well, in China you're talking about. Them too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah I've, listen, it's all there. And the guy's honest. Hey. I want to work with you, but don't take advantage. Those days are over. And he's not trying to take advantage of them. I mean, he wants to get the best deal for America, but he doesn't want to uh, take advantage of them. All right, uh, 851. Uh, I have more. There's always more. We're getting into the story about the uh, the illegals, and um, apparently there were some more illegals that were uh, released uh, by New York City. Sanctuary, baby. Uh, what happened to them? We'll get to that. And uh, and the poll about the DACA people, and then just more complaining about John McCain, because I can't stand that guy. We'll continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Hunt.org. November 10th, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Yeah, you definitely need to know these things. Uh, One, this whole situation with Roy Moore, the Alabama senator. Uh, Lo and behold, the guy that wants to get in there and help drain the swamp. Major hit piece in the Washington Post. Some girl says, back in 79, he tried to kiss me and stuff. And I was 14 and he was 32. And I know the whole thing. He's been in public service for like four decades and stuff. And he ran for governor a couple of times and local office, and he was the chief uh, chief justice of the state Supreme Court. But now I'm going to come out. And then, magically enough, slimy John McCain comes out and says, yeah, he's, he's no longer qualified for this. You step down now. Over an allegation? R- really? Says the guy that won't say a word about Hillary's Uranium One scandal or the dossier that he had that she paid for? Really? Won't say anything about Bob Menendez stepping down who's an actual senator? Actual senator who is going through bribery. He's in trial right now for bribery and corruption charges. Eh, whatever. So, yeah, I think you know how I feel. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump is crushing it in Asia. I mean, uh, he really is. He gave a hell of a speech. We played highlights. A hell of a speech about trade and America first trade, but fair trade for everybody. I mean, he's, he's been fantastic. As a matter of fact, it's really not being reported or talked about as much. But you know what? Uh, there was a deal cut. 37 companies now going to do $250 billion worth of business with Chinese entities. 37 American companies now going to do this, thanks to Trump being there, including one that I'll, I'll get to, uh, Alaskan Pipeline. 
We're finally going to have China dependent on us instead of us being dependent on China. How about that? Third thing I think you need to know, only 29%, only 29% of Americans, according to a morning council poll, think that DACA recipients should get, should get legal permanent residency. Three things I think you need to know. That's a big flipping deal too right there. You know it is. You know it is. All right, there's uh, there's so much we need to talk about and to get to. Um, and I'm in debate. Which one do I want to do? Oh, man. Because, okay, let's, you know, I talked with Linda McMahon about, uh, you know, jobs and college and things like that. And blah, blah, blah. There's, a, there's a college story that I have that I want to get, get this to you. This, this is just insane to me. And this is after we talked about uh, a couple hours ago in Delaware. Uh, they want, they're, they're thinking about issuing a regulation with their Department of Education in Delaware to let school kids pick whatever race and gender, race and sex they want to be. And they don't have to tell the parents. Yeah, my dad doesn't think that I'm actually a Latina, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, my name's, my name's Billy and I'm an eight year old white boy, but I want to be, uh, uh, Juanita and yeah, and my dad doesn't like it. Okay. Your dad doesn't have to know. We're going to classify you as this. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. That's actually happening. They're they're, they're trying to push it through in the state of Delaware. Okay. Now people can't get freaking jobs. We had Linda McMahon here. There are 6 million jobs available. Uh, business owners are telling her. We can't find enough people that are wanting to work, that have the skills to work. So what the hell is the education system doing? You know, it's a sad day that people are going into debt to go to the U of A, ASU, NAU, and they can't come out and get a damn job. What are they being taught? What is going on? Well, let me take you to, and by the way, it goes to high schools as well. Let me take you to a story I saw at the College Fix. You ready for this? A class. There's a class at San Diego State University. Uh, Do you know what the point of the class is? It's not to actually get you a freaking job. This class, it's called Foundations of Cultural Competency in a Changing World. What the hell does that mean? According to the syllabus, the class aims to, quote, eliminate the racist, classist, sexist, heterosexist, ableist, and privileged attitudes on campus. Wait, what? Yeah. Taught by some uh, some professor named Tannis Stark, also director of San Diego State's Office of Intercultural Relations. They have to again. You go into debt for that too. Intercultural. We need that because I need you to tell me how I can actually somehow get along with somebody that's not my culture. Thank you very much. Intercultural relations. That's great. You know, give me a break. Uh, the syllabus. It says students are expected to examine their race, culture, sexual orientation, and other identities and compare them to others. This gets you a job doing what? Exactly. I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Students are expected to describe the significance of the historical background of race, ethnicity, gender, and class on current majority-minority relationships. What is the point? Oh, you know what the point is? Oh, uh, every student is required to buy the book called Foundations of Cultural Competency written by the class's own professor. For $26.99. Uh, exercises in class. Ready for this? In the book, delving into racism, oppression, class, and sexual orientation. One part of the book, you ready for this, called White Racial Identity Models. Again, if you want to know why I get mad, why Allie Miller wrote, I'm sick and tired of getting kicked around because I'm white, I'm white and proud of it. And people, oh, it's racist. No, it's because this crap. White Racial Identity Models. It describes how uh, attitudes that white people develop and how they're reinforced by stereotypes of dominant society. I didn't realize this. Apparently, I'm white. Apparently, I have some kind of attitude that has been reinforced by stereotypes of dominant society. Really? 
it leads to uh, de, uh, desensitization uh, or desensitizing of, of race by whites to other groups. So there you go. Apparently, I'm not, I'm not sensitive enough to other groups. Okay. Not sensitive. That's what they say. But then again, I apparently can't have a freaking, I can't, I can't go celebrate Cinco de Mayo or dress up like whatever I want on Halloween because then I'm too sensitive. I don't know. Whatever. I can't even, I can't keep up anymore. Uh, some types of white people, it says, who have yet to achieve white racial consciousness. Listed in his own book, this professor, he calls them avoidant, dependent, dissonant. Do you know what white racial, con- white racial consciousness is? Apparently this guy defines it as one's awareness of being white. Hey, thanks. I'm already there. And what, it impl- what that implies in relation to those who do not share white group membership. All right, Ryan, you're not white, but I'm white. Okay. Yet at the same time, I like guacamole and you hate guacamole. Ah, uh, so gross. You're the worst. I know. You're the worst. It's so good. But I, I like avocado oil. What's going on? That is weird. Isn't it? I don't like olives, but I like olives. Anyway, so apparently we got to figure this out. I, I apparently, I don't have white, I don't have white racial consciousness yet or something. I have to be aware that I'm white and what that implies in relation to those who are not white. So what if you're white, but with a really good tan? I mean, what does that make you? Are you conflicted? Uh, maybe you're, you're appropriating somebody's culture. You know what? When is that going to happen? When you can't get too tan? <laughs> when you they can tell only be you orange. That. Yes, you can't. You can't get that tan because you're trying to be like another culture and it's just not good enough. Right. Well, everybody wants to be brown and delicious like me. I got to understand. Listen, that. I got to be honest. If you're not white, listen, if you want to dance with an overbite, I am all for it. I am all for it. It's OK. One segment of white people who have achieved white racial consciousness is described in the book as the dominative type. Maybe that's me. Am I is that me? Strong ethnocentric perspective justifies the dominance. Really? Do you know how many white people I make fun of? Not because they're white, but because they're dumb. This is being taught in college. This is my this is my point. This is my point. In this guy's books, it has questions, by the way, in his book for $26.99. When you think about African Americans, some common stereotypes are really. What are some negative perceptions about African American people or other or their communities? This guy actually has this in his book. People go into debt for this. The book asks students who is more likely to be targeted by police officers for driving an expensive car in a wealthy neighborhood. I would think the bad driver, but that's just me. The driver that leaves the blinker on all the time. Old people. And it's just that's me. You. That's oh, you. stop it. Oh. This is what this is. This is what this guy has in his book. Who's racist? Who can and cannot get married in the U.S.? Excuse me? And there's an exercise in the book called Exploring Your Privilege. Give students a hypothetical 15 bucks after a series of questions. Each student will end the walk with between 0 and 30. You call it privileged currency. Privileged currency. What? This is what's being taught. This, you know, these people go through this class and then realize I have no skills in the real world to get a freaking job. And there are six million people with jobs. Linda McMahon said six million jobs out there. They can't fill them. And then, and then they'll get mad. Oh, that's why we have to bring people in from out of the country. And well, thanks to the awesome education system. And who runs that? I believe we know. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You could all sit pound 250 when the little prompt comes up, the movie phone guy. And you know, what would you like? Say, Garrett Lewis. And, okay. And then you just get connected. If you want to dial less numbers, that's what you do. Pound 250. And when it comes up, say, Garrett Lewis. Simple as that. Garrett, so, I've never gotten any brown privilege. i never gotten any discounts. i never gotten anything. 
I don't understand this whole privilege Man, thing. Man, you are screwed. Am I working the wrong side of my privileges I, or I, what? I don't even know. I don't even know. I was told for the longest time I couldn't. What? I, I Jump? It's well, true. No, I wouldn't get, when I was in college, I couldn't get any kind of aid because I'm white and I'm male. Yeah. I didn't get any. And I'm not white. I think I'm mostly male. You know what? What? <laughs> what, what, what? He's going to go to dating soon. You know, my my kids' generation. Hey, how's it going? I uh, would like to go out. You know what? I would, but you're white and male, so you have too much privilege. I got to give other people a chance. No, that's good. That's good. I you don't know. know. You get discounts that way. You can get lobster for five bucks. What does that mean? Is that uh, that's the privilege. Well, it's got to be lobster. Reason my reason my kid Jewish. Oh. What are you trying to say? Um, anyway, get out of yes. here. So uh, anyway, but you you have this story. It all it all works together. The story from Delaware, where kids are able to they they want it they want to make it. A regulation, they're considering the regulation in the, state of Del- in the state of Delaware to let school kids pick their own race. Yes, you could pick what color you want, you identify as and your sex. So a white kid could say, I'm a, a white boy could say, I'm a black girl. Uh, a Hispanic girl could say, I'm a white boy. It goes, it goes all, all that way. And then I'm thinking, when that happens, and I got an email, one listener said, this is actually a good idea because then the white kids can identify as something else. They don't have to be you know, saddled with this whole white privilege thing. Maybe that works. Maybe that works that way. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, I'm just, it's, we can't get people to actually freaking get educated in things that make sense. And it's just so damn frustrating. Just so frustrating. Uh, 880 KNST, 880-5678. Ay, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm pretty much over this. I'm over the stupidity. It's Friday. It's nine nineteen. What is the whole point of it? I kind of want to. What is the point to make white people feel bad? That's the whole point. Stop. You know what? You don't deserve this. You don't do this. But the whole thing, rewriting a history, it, getting rid of monuments, getting rid of uh, yes, white bad, white bad, erasing history. That's what they're trying to do. Leave me the hell alone. Why are you ragging on me? Because I'm white. I didn't choose. It's my parents' fault. I met a new client yesterday, and they joke around. Oh, you sound taller on the radio. I'm like, it's my parents' fault. I blame them for lots of things. <laughs> There were lots of drugs in the 70s. Leave me alone. I don't know. I Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. How am I supposed to know? But I, I'm going to call your mom and tell You know her right what? Maybe now. that's why I am the way I am. You ever think about that? Yeah. That could be it. I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Anyway. What? Really? Okay. I'm going by you. It doesn't work. It's your fault. Hi, Charles. Welcome to KNST. Hello. I blame Charles. Yeah, I get it. You got a good answer to this thing about what race you happen to be. Well, since everybody seems to be able to pick their own, I'm... And thank you, Charles. <laughs> Perfect. You're anti-phonist is what you are. <laughs> he was saying the best way to label yourself is as you're a human of the human race and that you are multisexual, meaning... Like you... multi-talented? I... In that... I don't know. In that thing? In that, in that well, either way, you can't be discriminated uh, upon or uh, or or wait, you cannot discriminate. I'm over it. I, I blame I'm you confused. for this, Charles. Thanks, for this. Charles. Yeah, don't call. All right. Well, well there's <laughs> that's just one of these damn stories. All right. Then we got to get to also uh, uh, this whole situation with Satish Hiramath. What an egotistical moron! It's true. Uh, what he said about the people in Oral Valley voting down a property tax increase after they have squandered, wasted millions. They lose two and a half million bucks just this past year alone on the golf course, that awesome purchase. That the guy lies about, no, it's going great. It's going great. 
You know, I wonder, like, he's a dentist. I mean, you just sit back, and if he says, you know, you have some cavities, and this and that, really, can I trust you? You're just trying to make a buck. I just don't know. I just don't know. Anyway, what he said about the people, well, his, his reaction uh, at the, uh, the Prop 454 outcome, it's, I think it's hilarious. It's coming up. 922. It's in four minutes. KNST AIM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Hi, 927. How you doing? You good? About 85, 86 for the high today? 89 Monday? Mid to upper 80s over the weekend as well. Pretty cool considering it's uh, ice cold other places. It sucks for them, which is why it makes me so mad because we have so much damn potential here. Anyway. Uh, ho, ho, ho. You know what? I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, for them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, again. Yeah. Now I get it. Now I get it. Oh, you know what they, they say out there, right? Go home to mommy. Because mm-hmm. it's cold. Before I tell you what... Uh, Satish said, hang on, let's go do a Jeff. Jeff, welcome to KNST. Hello. Jeff? Greg, first thing I want to say is I'm addicted to your program. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I am addicted. I get up just in time to, for the 6 o'clock. Wow, you're the one, huh? I'm the one. Okay. Well, that, I listen, want to bring up you. a comment about that restaurant. About the what? The restaurant that closed by the U of A. Oh, I was oh, born cut. in the restaurant business. Okay. My father owned six restaurants. I owned one for 12 years. And you cannot be political in the restaurant business or you're going to lose half your customers. And that one down by the U of A is probably going to lose 60 to 70% of their customers. Well, they already closed. They're done. Yeah. Well, that was their own fault. You know, you could say that it's freedom of speech, but it's a free market, so it's a chance you take. And I've talked to other business owners that, you know, I know I know very conservative people that said, if I had a business right near the U of A, I'd have a big picture of Hillary Clinton in my window. I don't care. I want to make money. And I, I say, I, I get it. I get it. Right. I get it. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a contrary to that. Okay. When Rice Limbaugh one time he was uh, sponsoring uh, Florida Orange Juice, and uh, they were going to boycott the Orange Juice companies. They ran out of oranges. Yeah, that's what. Listen, so many people in bottle. I know. I listen. If that place stayed open, he was worried about the the safety of his family and his, and his employees because of the violence. And it's really yeah, a shame I, that nobody, again, the police chief. Hey, I'm talking. I'm talking. Hey, I'm talking. The police chief didn't want to say, didn't say anything. The mayor didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. Anyway, uh, what what else? What was the what was the other thing that he wanted? To, Ryan Ryan was putting points. You were saying. I got I only I have a few to seconds talk left. To you about. Um, I live across from Catalina Foothills High School. Okay. And I live in a gay community. I'm lucky. Of course, I work my ass off for it. Okay. But we have a landscaping company that comes around here once a month to each house. And we pay 50 bucks. Used to be three or four guys coming every time. Last, last two times, there was one person. And I asked, it was the owner, and I asked him, what's going on? He says he can't hire any workers. Nobody wants to work? Nobody wants to work. You, you can bring it up. Uh, 
It's really going to affect the construction business because this town would possibly boom. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, and thank you for the phone call. I think I said this months ago. Uh, there were landscaping companies. I was told by a contractor buddy of mine, landscaping companies are giving signing bonuses. I don't know if it's, you know, what were they hiring? Were they hiring illegal aliens that are now leaving because laws are being enforced? Um, uh, you know, you'll be surprised if you don't know, and I've learned this from advertisers and, and people in town, uh, contractors, that kind of stuff, that, I mean, competition's there. People will go, like, the 8,000 homes burned in California. People will go, I get paid more to do the same thing in California, so I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. Now, again, when it comes to, you know, kids, do they want to work? I, it's up to the parents. My kid's going to work. I don't care if I get a Rush Limbaugh contract. I don't care if I'm here. I, my kid's going to freaking work. You are going. I worked. I, I remember I was 14, 14, 14, I think, and for a summer, 14 years old. Every morning, I was up. We left at 5 a.m., and I drove with this guy who was kind of crazy, this guy, John, contractor, built a deck around my pool. Needed me to be a, a, a handy guy. That's when I realized I had no skills when it came to, tool, when it came to tools. Uh, anyway, he picked me up every, every morning. We drove two hours out to Shelter Island. You'd take a ferry over there. And, and I wouldn't get back till 8 o'clock at night. And he paid me 50 bucks a day. And I thought it was a lot of money back then. I'm thinking, now, of course, that was like 14 hours. 50 bucks? Man, I got hosed. And I was doing some work. Hey, got to get rid of a bee's nest. He wrapped, he put like a helmet on me and wrapped me up in some like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And it's like 92 and 98% humidity. And I'm trying to get this bee's nest. Oh yeah. You got to get under the, got to get under the, uh, the house. It's kind of sagging. I got to stick some two by fours under there. I'm crawling under the crawl space and there's spiders and everything. Oh, uh, it's, it's horrible. But I did it. It worked. And I got a job as a bus boy at a pizza place, restaurant, pizza, Italian restaurant, pizza place. I did that. I mean, you got to work. You got to want it. And it's got to be instilled in you. At 14, you started late. Shut up. 8 o'clock at two paper routes. 8 o'clock, 8 years Paper old. routes are for wimps. What do you do? You drive around your bike, you throw something. At it's 120 really houses. Work. You throw something. What is that? Awful. Get you know, wait, by the way, way to, really, uh, way to really promote the liberal media. Nice job, turncoat. It was good back then. <laughs> Mayor Satish Hiramath is in the local paper. Said he was surprised not enough parents voted yes to accelerate the development of Naranja Park. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> 72% of people voted against it. Um, and he's on the show. He's like, we have the same amount of people in Oro Valley that are above 45 that are under 45. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, he said he thought they missed an opportunity to create another new destination that would bring visitors and money to Oro Valley. Really? Yes, visitors. People are going to travel from all around Arizona and southern Arizona to the four fields or whatever that was going to be. Okay, genius. You missed this opportunity to have your taxes raised. I mean, you missed this opportunity to get my hands on some more stuff I take credit for that you get to pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Satish Hiramath. Clown. Get out of here. Missed an opportunity. Another destination. Are there dancing girls on the field? 9.33. I would have voted for it. Well, there you have it. 9.33. Enough. Enough. All right. Uh, there's uh, there's one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. Oh, we got to talk about Target and uh, the uh, the poll about the lack of people supporting permanent residency for DAC recipients. Coming up at about 6. Here's Fox. 
more thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 943, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this whole Roy Moore thing I think is, I think the media cares more about it than anybody else to be honest with you. Uh, some uh, random girl says, back in 79, he tried to kiss me when I was 14. He was 32. Uh, MSNBC said, he's an animal! Without even, I mean, he's denying it. John McCain says, this this, this allegation disqualifies, disqualifies him from everything. Hey, uh, maybe you should uh, step down a long time ago after the whole Keating 5 scandal, by the way. Your lack of uh, common sense with that. I'm just saying, John. The swamp came out to get him. They're scared of more change. It's, I think it's going to turn out uh, even more support for Judge Moore, by the way. 40 years in public service. Now this happens? Get out of here. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Trump is crushing it in Asia. He's crushing it so well that uh, the media doesn't really talk about it. That's how you know, by the way. That's, that's how you realize. Uh, he gave a great speech this morning in Vietnam about wanting to do trade, fair trade, great trade, people following rules. We all help each other. It was, it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And he also got um, he got a deal, 37 major trade deals with U.S. firms signed with the Chinese entities during the visit. 37 deals, business, it's happening, $250 billion worth. That's pretty good stuff. And the Wall Street Journal has a story. Uh, Trump has basically described this as New World Trade Order. About damn time. Third thing I think you need to know, just 29%. Of Americans saying DACA recipients should get legal status. Trump needs to hold strong, man. Hold strong. So we have that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Hang on, let's go to Bob. Bob, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Gert. How you doing, man? Doing good. So what's going on? I was was just uh, listening to you earlier about talking about the uh, landscape companies giving uh, signing bonuses, and I... I work for one of those companies, and we cannot find people. Really? Um, of course, we drug test, which kind of narrows down the field a little bit. Oh. But, uh, yeah, we can't find people. And uh, But we even pay our employees a bonus if they bring someone in. And, uh, yeah, we're just struggling to find people. It's so, been that way for quite some time. So so it's uh, you're basically, this competition is there. You're trying to, you know, the wages are being driven up because of the lack of supply. Right. Yep. Let me ask you a question. I mean, is it just regular like landscape architecture, you digging cactus, planting that kind of stuff, or like cleaning yep. things up, or all of the above? It's all of the above. And you um, you own it, or you, you manage know. it, or what do you do? Or you work for? Yeah. You just work for which one? I'd rather not talk about that. Oh, okay. But it's it's one of the larger ones in town. Okay. But, uh, what do you, what is the start? Uh, I'm just curious. What's the starting pay? Well, minimum ten dollars an hour, of course. Um, but you know, anywhere between ten and twelve for just a labor. So let me ask you, you can't find people or you can't find people to work for 12 bucks an hour? Nope. What if you offer them 14 Could you get them for 14 15 Uh, Possibly, but usually, like I said, the biggest problem is they don't, they don't have, uh, they can't pass a drug test. And, and to find somebody with a driver's license, forget about it. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, we, uh, we even pay our employees, like I said, uh, if they can bring in a friend, a family member, anybody looking for a job, and and uh, we're still still struggling. How much is a signing bonus? What do you offer them to do then? Uh, I don't know right off the top of my head, but it's hundreds of dollars. Wow. Um, 
they get uh, a 30-day, you know, if they're there for 30 days with no incidents, you know, no uh, missing days or anything like that, and then after 90 days, they get another one. And then an employee, if they bring them in, they get one as well. All, um, all for landscaping. Yep. And how long has it been like this? Oh, it's been like this for quite a while, but right now, I you know, we're extremely busy, and I, I think everybody's really busy right now, and that's the other issue. Is, is it, is, and is the time of the year, is it, is it the Trump factor? Is it, is people have more confidence or spending money? Uh, we've been pretty busy even before Trump, but okay. it's actually getting busier. Okay. Um, but, uh, like I said, I think all, just about every uh, decent-sized landscape company in town is fairly busy right now, and that could be the other issue. Um, but, and, and a lot of guys just don't want to work. You know, we, even if we do hire them, they usually don't get the bonus because they work for about three or four days and say, screw this, this is too hard. I'm, uh, or, or we get these young kids that come in and they want, you know, fifteen twenty dollars an hour and never had a shovel in their hand, uh, because, uh, uh, you know, they think they're entitled. I'm no kidding. It's, uh, it's not good out there as far as, uh, finding lower skilled workers. Wow. I mean, what do they do then for money? I mean, geez, what, you know, are they, they on welfare, these kids? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I've done it. Mom and dad, I guess. I don't know what they do. Is this why, and this is why illegals are used, because they'll come in and work their butts off? Well, we haven't used illegals. We can't. Like I said, we use, we've been using E-Verify since E-Verify came out, mm-hmm. and uh, but we don't have any working for us that I know of. I mean, unless they uh, screwed around the system somehow, but we E-Verify every employee. And, uh, I mean, that could be an issue as well. Wow. Yeah, uh, because it's, uh, it's tough. And I know other landscape companies are having the same issues and wall companies and stucco companies. and I've heard that, too. Uh, concrete companies, they're all having the same issues. Listen, my, my buddy, uh, a neighbor of mine, a good friend of mine, is a general contractor, owns his own business, and he said, you know, I wasn't uh, that good in high school, so I learned how to do things with my hands. Nobody mm-hmm. nobody knows how to do things with their hands anymore. Nobody wants to learn how to do things with their hands anymore. Exactly. Like I said, half these kids that we hired have never even had a shovel in their hand. Um, and then they get out here and they get a little blister on their hand, and that's, you know, that's the last you see of them. Oh. Uh, and, they, and they can go wash dishes over at, uh, you know, Denny's for the, the same amount of money. So they're not willing to put up the, the sweat and equity to, and, and then move up into the company and make more money, but they don't. It'll take a long term. They're thinking today and now. Man, oh man, oh man. Well, listen, I think we need to hear more of these stories, and I, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not like you go to college or vocational school that you just have to have a work ethic and pick up a shovel. But I mean, at the same time, that's why I think we need to just cut some people off. And if it's parents yeah. that they have to, you know, float their own kids, that's their own deal. But I don't want to have, you know, people shouldn't get EBT cards and mm-hmm. you know any any free cash from the government. Because they don't want to work. Screw that crap. I mean, if I lost this job, I'd be the first calling you going, let me work. Yep. I wouldn't be any yeah, good, we, but I'd work. Hey, on, a, on a different subject, I don't know if you've talked about this yet or not, but on the uh, the prop for the zoo thing. Yes. Have you talked about that at all? Yeah, a little bit. Why would you want to say? Well, I mean, uh, the night of the election, they were talking about how one passed and one wasn't passing. And, uh, yeah. People didn't know what they were really voting for, so we're probably going to go ahead and do it anyway. And, and then the next day, it's like, oh, yeah, they both passed. Yeah, well, they got they, they, 600 yeah. votes. Yeah. Is that going to get a recount or something? Or uh, Not unless people want it to be recounted. That just sounds a little, a little sketchy. Uh, it is. There was one that basically allowed them to raise the tax, and the people said, yes, we want that to happen. They They thought that one was to give the power almost basically to the city council for them to say we're going to just implement this tax cuz you gave us the power by voting for this charter change 
Right. And then, uh, so no matter what, we're going to get it. <laughs> that was kind of shady. But then it's like, then the council, I mean, I guess you take your, your political career in your hands, then if you decide to cross what the people want and say we voted right. against that, don't do it. But then again, in Tucson, there are a lot of stupid people that vote for the hey. same idiots over and over. Amen. So. Amen, brother. All right. Hey, look, Bob, right. th- thank you for sharing, man. Take care. Thanks, 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 Kurt. Bye-bye. I mean, people thought I was full of it, too, by the way, when I when I said uh, I got a bunch of emails. You're lying, and they're not paying bonuses. No, they are. Yeah, definitely. Their job, you just have to want to work. That's why when I look out here and you think, you know, you might think I'm mean. We're here at Oracle and Fort Lowell. We see people walking back and forth and going to DES and whatever else, and I'm like, you know what? Go grab a freaking shovel. Go do something. And you see those slugs at Biente de Agosta Park? Remember the ones that are sleeping in coffins? Uh-huh. I mean, granted, they probably don't have the mental capacity, but listen, they're on freaking drugs. Ruins your life. We even play a soundbite. One of the guys, why don't you go to a shelter? Ah, they make you be sober. I don't want to be sober, man. Well, that's your problem. Enough is enough. 9.52. It's like a crotchety old man now. Because I'm tired. Well, I was thinking I, I got a new job ahead of me, maybe. Mm. You know, I, I'm good with a garden hoe. You know, I can make $15 an hour, I think, with my garden hoeing skills. What? See, I would be good at, with a garden hoe because I would pimp it. I would have somebody else oh. do the work and I'd collect the money. Stop it. Show me some topiaries. Stop it. What are your topiaries? Nine fifty-two. What you got? I have none. Exactly. That's my one flaw. Nine fifty-two. <laughs> back and forth. KNST AM seven ninety two. Sons most stimulating talk. Since Trump kicked it back to Congress, since Jeff Sessions went out and made that uh, made that speech, so their support for DACA amnesty is dropping amongst the people. We'll see what happens with the um, with the rest of uh, Congress. Bunch of clowns. Um, also, I have time. We'll do this on Monday. Uh, Target. I mean, they are they're closing a bunch of stores. They realize we need smaller stores. I don't know if it's because people are buying more online or is it because of the transgender thing? I don't know. Uh, again, happy Veterans Day. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and a great day tomorrow. Thank you so much for your service, Russia's Now.